We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. Thank you very much, Jay, and greetings, everyone. Thank you for joining me on Are You Listening? Question. Have you ever watched a drama and the story is about one who was blamed for something he did not do? We empathize with that character. We hurt for the character, and we get so wrapped up sometimes and get so involved that we find ourselves wanting to just jump into the TV or movie screen and fix it. Well, today... We want to look at one who was able to fix for what he was blamed. It is a great study, but first of all, a reminder. Quite often here at the International Gospel Hour and through Are You Listening, we want to make certain all of our listeners know of our free Bible study course by mail. You can study in the privacy of your own home. Again, we offer absolutely free a Bible study course by mail. Just call us toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. That's 1-855-444-6988 and leave us your name, address, and simply ask for the Bible course. And we'll send it your way very soon. You can also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us your name and address, and in the comment blank, just say, Send Me the Bible Study. We'll be more than happy to send that to you absolutely free. Here on All You're Listening, we will never ask for your money. We want to ask you for your time and thank you for your time and interest in the things of God. And now, the one who was able to fix for what he was blamed. In Isaiah 53 and verse 4, the Bible speaks of Jesus Christ in prophecy. When Isaiah writes, He hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Jesus Christ got to the root of the matter for our lives to be better. We need not to jump in and try to fix things ourselves, for we cannot. He is the one that makes it possible for our redemption. And so we consider Isaiah 53 and verse 5 today. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Yes, friends, I emphasize those key words because Christ was looked upon as if these were his sins, but they were our sins. He paid our price. Again, please note in verse 5 the word our and what he has done for us that we could not do ourselves. Let's consider. Number one, please notice he was wounded for our transgressions. The word transgression is a word that means a rebellion against the rulers, or in other words, no allegiance. This is clearly one going against God's commands, but God's great love expresses direction and salvation from this type of living. In other words, while the soul is rebelling, the crucifixion of Christ is redeeming. The price is greatly paid, and one can change his walk. There is no sin too great and no life too wicked. 
In Matthew 20 and verse 28, Jesus said, Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister, and to give his life a ransom for many. He paid the ransom. Christ, and only Christ, had enough to cover it, and even more so. Now the word wounded. That embraces a word meaning bore through, clearly a piercing. Now later translations will say he was pierced for our transgressions, and that would be accurate, meaning that it was bore through. In John 19, verses 34 through 37, we learn of how one of the soldiers with a spear pierced the side of Christ, and forthwith came there out blood and water. And this fulfilled two scriptures, to where it would say, A bone of him shall not be broken, and another scripture saith, They shall look on him whom they pierced. In other words, you get the idea of bore through, which means wounded means it was clearly a piercing, a clear indication that he was pierced for our transgressions. In 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 18, Peter wrote, For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. Now, back to Isaiah 53 and verse 4. Please note the view of smitten of God and afflicted. Now, Christ was viewed as one punished of God for what he did, but that was wrong. It is a fatal thing. Now, watch. Isaiah 53, verse 4, he was looked upon as one who was smitten of God and afflicted. That word smitten is a word that means non-fatal, which means stricken down. But pierced or wounded for our transgressions is a fatal blow. When I think about those words, smitten of God and afflicted, he wasn't smitten of God, but he did suffer. And then the fatal blow, what it took for our transgressions to be redeemed. How great was the price paid for our redemption, dear friends? How can we turn from it? How can we walk in our ways that are not right? If I have any chance of redeeming a rebellious soul, it is through Christ and Him alone. Stay with me in the verse, Isaiah 53, 5, next. He was bruised for our iniquities. Let's talk about the word iniquities. A word defined according to the Theological Word Book of the Old Testament, Volume 2. It is a distorted, crooked behavior, a perverted behavior. Clearly, it denotes both the deed and its consequences, the misdeed and the punishment. In other words, our iniquities cannot be ignored. While going against and rebelling against God, it appears this word iniquity enhances the word transgression. It is getting far worse. But when he was bruised, or later translations say he was crushed, that reflects more of an emotional and spiritual suffering as Jesus became sin for us. One definition of this word in the Hebrew is to break into small pieces, or it's like chipping away from the emotional aspect. Wow, does this stand forth? You know, a lot of times we look upon the cross, and rightfully so, of the price it was paid, but have we ever thought about the life that endured to that cross? Listen, Mark 8.31, 
when Jesus began to teach them, he said that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and of the chief priests and scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. Jesus was foretelling his own demise. In John thirteen twenty one, Jesus, the Bible says, was troubled in spirit and testified and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you that one of you shall betray me. That word troubled in spirit means he was stirred, he was agitated. Folks, have you ever tried to eat a meal with such on your mind as Jesus did with his apostles? In Luke 24, beginning with verse 42, he's in the Garden of Gethsemane. I have witnessed, I have been in the Garden of Gethsemane. I have heard read of when Jesus was praying in the Garden and could look and picture in my mind where he would be. And he fell on his face, saying, Father, if you are willing, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. I love when I look at verse 43, where there was an angel unto him. An angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him, and being in agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was, as it were, great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Once again, dear friends, for our good, look at what would come. He was delivered for our offenses and raised again for our justification, Romans 4, verse 25. And we are assured in Second Corinthians five twenty and 21 that while God made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, it was done so that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. To God be the glory. But folks, please do not misunderstand. Look at what all Christ paid. Let's pause for a moment. We're studying the price Christ paid for us on the cross. I'd like to send you something else if you'd love to have it. It's absolutely free. It's a wonderful study book titled, The Glory and Agony of the Cross. We here at Are You Listening through the International Gospel Hour offer this book absolutely free. May we send it to you? Again, you can call us at 1-855-444-6988. Leave us your name and address and just say, I'd like the book on the cross, and it will come your way. You can again reach us at internationalgospelhour.com. Click on the contact tab. Leave us the same information. And now let's bring this study to a close. Back to our verse of Isaiah 53, 5, he was punished for our peace. Our correction, if you will, from going against and rebelling against God and the iniquities that enhance the transgression fell exclusively upon the Christ. And without him, there is no chance. He was corrected for us because he bore our sins. But you know what the end result is? Ephesians 2.14 says he is our peace. And Colossians 1.20 says we can have our peace made through the blood of his cross. To God be the glory. Please notice the fourth thing. By his stripes we are healed or he was scourged for our healing. Scourged or beaten. The idea of the word stripes here is a joining or uniting. It builds upon the correction upon him. Uh, the scourging, the wounds. Not only did he bear our sins in his own body on the tree, and it says there that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed, First Peter 2.24. But you also have to keep in mind of the scourging of Christ and how horrendous that was, the beating that he suffered. By his stripes we are healed, and the word healed there means 100% change in one's life. It clearly takes the suffering of Christ to correct our sins. Nothing else can do it. 
We can only be healed through Christ. Dear friends, we cannot turn away from this. And you know the conclusion? If I could trade my transgressions and iniquities, my sin for peace and healing, there's the offer. That's a no-brainer. I know which side I would choose. And it's all made available through Jesus Christ. Let me get rid of my iniquities and transgressions and obtain His peace and healing. Let's continue this study together, shall we? Dear friends, I really appreciate you joining me today on Are You Listening? Let's press onward until next time. I'm Jeff Archie, and keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com.